0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. What is up, Commanders fans? Welcome into Believe in Commanders. I'm Brian Murphy, as always, joined by Triple A Anthony Armstrong, and we're talking a victory, a victory in Week One. The Commanders take down the Jaguars, 28 to 22. We're gonna break it all down, tell you everything about it. But Anthony, how are you doing? Uh, today after a big win yesterday,
0: I am excited, man. The Me sun too. shines brighter after a win. Um, everything like the coffee tastes better, that's right? Uh, everything's a little bit better after a W. And so, if you hear noise in the background, that's my little guy, uh, Arrow. He's crawling around getting into everything. He was supposed to take a nap, uh, but he wanted to be a part of this Victory, Victory Monday broadcast. Yeah,
1: yeah he's just excited. Monday. Yeah, he's just excited like we are. So, I totally get it.
0: I understand. So yeah, now little guy is, is, uh, is, is, is up, but I would have bet he would have been asleep. Uh, but you know, that's not on Bet online, but everything else is on Bet online. So this episode is uh, once again, it th- brought to you by Bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines, find reviews and news for every league, including major league baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. So head online to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use the promo code, believe 50, B L E A V 50, is scrolling across the bottom of your screen right, right now. You're gonna receive fifty percent on as a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. That's exciting. I, you like that arrow?
1: <laughs> Arrow's pumped.
0: He's excited about it as well.
1: Well, speaking of where the game started, uh, it was uh, kind of a roller coaster, and it started on a, a pretty big high for the commander. So we'll kind of run back through it. We're not going to go play-by-play. Play. Hopefully you've watched it, and if you're like me and Anthony, you've watched it a couple times because you love when your team wins. Um, but the commanders jumped out uh, to a couple of nice drives. The, the Jaguars kicked a field goal to start things off, but the commanders scored touchdowns on their first two drives. Things are humming. And the commanders are looking like geniuses for bringing Carson Wentz in. He uh, I don't think I saw the ball hit the turf very much in those first two drives. I think they go combined uh, 19 plays. So, yeah, eight plays, no, 18, eight plays and then 14 plays. But so 22 plays cover over 70 yards on both of those drives and jump out to a 14 to three lead. And, man, things were bumping, things were humming there. What were your thoughts on those two touchdown drives? It was great to see Curtis Samuel. It felt like a lot of guys got involved.
0: Hey, well, it's funny you say that. The first note that I put on there, I put Scott Turner is dialing it up, mm-hmm. uh, but he hit multiple players uh, to get the game started, right? One of the biggest things that you like to see from teams is, How do you get your players in rhythm? And a lot of times that means you got to give them the ball early and often. So, obviously, Curtis Samuel missing last year, you know, very uneventful last season. Uh, It was good to see him get off to a fast start. Hell, Carson Wentz, he's coming in here. You want to see him get off to a fast start. And even Jahan Dotson. So, it it was very exciting to see those guys get utilized. Um, I love that tight end screen to Armani Rodgers. I thought that that was, one, it was very timely. Uh, You could tell that Jacksonville was Really trying to start to pin their ears back to figure out exactly what was going on uh, from this offense because I mean frankly this is a first look. This was a first look of this offense to see them at this potential at this level. We'll talk about that more later, but um, it was very exciting. Shoot, Antonio Gibson run that corner route from the backfield. Uh, Can't wait to break that down. I'll get that tape later on today. Uh, I mean it was it was very unique play calls. Very unique. ways of handling things for uh, for scott turner so i was excited
1: about that yeah me too and i think that he's uh, carson wentz did a great job of spreading the ball around uh seven different guys catch a pass yesterday uh, and i feel like all seven of them got involved in those first two drives alone uh terry mclaurin was a little slow getting going but we'll talk more about him later and the the huge impact that he had um but i thought it was really i thought it was awesome uh, how involved Antonio Gibson was you know you knew that he was going to have an expanded role with you know Brian Robinson being down we saw him run with um some authority it didn't look like he was too tentative or worried about putting the ball on the ground we saw his receiving skills which we all know about him being a former receiver i just thought it was awesome to see him involved and then Curtis Samuel i mean i feel like if they had this level of Curtis Samuel last year they probably could have added one or two more wins it was just so nice to see what he is capable of doing Um, you know, he looked like a, another Samuel out there, Debo Samuel, he was running the ball. I think he had, uh, what did he have? Uh, 14
0: carries and seven receptions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was all over the place. And so that's awesome to see. And it just shows the bag of tricks that this offense is going to have, if everybody can stay healthy. And then, you know, Jahan Dotson having one of the two touchdowns, Curtis Samuel had the first Jahan Dotson has the second. And, man, it was it was looking pretty there in, in Washington. And and you kind of had to give, like, two thumbs up to Scott Turner and Carson Wentz, you know, pretty early into the game.
0: Absolutely. I, I think the way that everything was orchestrated, uh, it, it played out very well. I mean, listening to uh, Coach Rivera's press conference from today, he, he said that he praised the coordinators. He praised all three coordinators, and he said that they did a great job sticking to the game plan. And you could tell that uh, – the way that the game played out uh, on offense, all every there were little intricacies that you could see. Oh, they set that up way earlier in the game, and he mm-hmm. set this up way up in the first quarter and the third quarter. So it was it was a very well called game by uh, by Scott Turner. I was very impressed by that. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely loved the way they spread the ball around. Made it easy on Carson Wentz. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't they weren't asked to do anything too. Spectacular. I mean, hell, the offense they averaged what four or five yards a K uh, per play, 5.6 yards per play, and you could see that on, on the game. Um, but I'm not mad at you know, because yeah. they you four touchdowns, 300 yards. I mean, you'll take that,
1: uh, you'll take that absolutely. And the fact that you know, the offensive line already hasn't played together all summer, Trey Turner's barely been in there. Um, then you have Wes Schweitzer. Honestly, I don't even, I can't even remember who started the game, but the fact that they were rotating guys in and out, a couple of uh tweaks and injuries there, and the fact that they were able to stand tall. Carson Wentz has only sacked once all game long, and it felt like you know he had a pretty clean pocket around him for most of the game you know, you can just kind of give a a couple of uh, thumbs up to some different position groups all over the place. I mean, obviously the receivers and getting separation and the the running backs having key runs when they needed to, you know, it just felt like the offense really overall did well. Obviously, we'll talk about how they kind of slowed down a little bit, um, but what were your thoughts on the offense as a whole and maybe kind of if you had to give a grade or two here or there, what would that look like for the offense?
0: Oh, man. So for the offense, I honestly would say I gave the offense like an a minus an a minus uh, B plus if you're trying to be very finicky. Uh, and the reason is, is because from what we had seen in the preseason, it was very hard to envision what you were going to get in week one.
1: It was right. vanilla all preseason. Exactly.
0: Long. Yes, and and preseason is gonna be vanilla. It's mm-hmm. gonna be bland, no salt, <sighs> like no seasoning. It's because we just want to go out there and get reps. All the good stuff happens whenever the media gets to turn off the cameras, and and then they can't report on you know the, those trick plays and the ways that they're working things. So now you're finally starting to see everything work in the way that's supposed to work. And I think it worked out well. A-minus because Carson Wentz was very decisive with the football. Uh, he, Yes, he had two interceptions. The first one, bad decision, hung on hung on a player on a long throw all the way across the field. That was just a bad decision. He's got to throw it earlier. But, you know, fast forward. That same route, that same out and that same out route that widened out was what Jahan Dotson scored the touchdown on. So you could see how it played into each other, not saying he threw the interception on purpose. Right. Um, the second interception, I think that was just a hell of a play by Trevon Walker. Yeah. I mean, very rarely do you see the D lineman just slough off like that and then make just a die, almost a diving catch, full extension to intercept the pass on the screen doesn't happen very often. That is like pro bowl level play. Um, so I would say that's a much better play by him than it being a bad play by Wentz. So I was willing to give him a little bit of love on that. So, uh, I, I went that way. Um, AG looked good the way that, you know, Carson was confident standing up in the pocket. Uh, he didn't really get flustered by the pressure, the little bit of pressure that was able to get put on him. Um, Ag look good, like I said. They spread the ball around seven different receivers. You already touched on that. I just overall, I mean, like that's that's what you want. I mean, obviously, you get rid of those turnovers. um That's not a bad performance. I would, I'll take that, and I think they'll get better on those two turnovers.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. And it felt like you know, even if the offense took a couple of steps back, they made clutch plays when they needed to. It felt like Logan Thomas. I think he only had three catches, but all of them. Probably were first downs, um, you know, guys just made plays when they had to. And that's why, you know, I think an A minus a B plus is right around perfect for that. And I think the the interceptions are, are on Carson Wentz and he owned up to him. And I think that's huge. That already kind of speaks to his growth. I think I think from what you've heard in the past that he didn't really own up to his mistakes and hopefully he's doing that. And then he atoned for it. And that's all that matters. You come away with four touchdowns over 300 yards. I'll excuse a couple of interceptions if you come away with a big win like this. So, yeah, a lot to be said about the uh, the offense. Now let's flip over to the defense. You know, they, they had kind of been criticized maybe all preseason long. We saw, you know, some issues even in the preseason on third down. They do better on third down uh, yesterday. I think the Jaguars were 3 of 12. So pretty solid on third down. Still feels like there are some holes there, some hiccups here and there. What are your thoughts on the defense overall, and how they performed yesterday against an interesting Jaguars bunch of playmakers?
0: Yeah, you know, I gave the defense. Uh, I kind of spread it out by by unit. Uh, I think at overall they probably fall around like a B B minus, uh, and that's that is because I I think different units outplayed other units. If, if you know what I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the defensive line. I gave those guys a strong B B plus. I think they played well. They had a lot of depth. Uh, they were able to put a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence, especially later in the game, third quarter, fourth quarter scenarios. Uh, he just looked very uncomfortable, and that's what I said that, that needed to happen right. if they were going to have some success. So they made him uncomfortable. Uh, the linebackers. I gave those guys around a C, you know, C C minus. There were gaps in the middle. I did like the effort. I did like how uh, physical that they played. They were very active, uh, but the tackling was a problem. Holes in the middle of the zones, those were a problem. Uh, Covering running backs, and frankly, that's the soup du jour of week one. Is running backs running routes out of the backfield. There's like every highlight. It's happened. So that's going to be something that you're going to have to get used to. Who's going to be able to cover running backs out of the backfield? Uh, and that was a problem this game. And then that back secondary. I mean, frankly, the one guy that you didn't necessarily think would be the anchor of that secondary was Derek Forrest. I mean, the guy had one hell of a game yeah, filling did. in for Cam Curl. He has a Huge hit on Travis Etienne, pass breakup on the very next play in the end zone that negates a a Jaguars red zone score. Later on, he gets an interception that basically seals the game. The guy played out of his mind, and I think that's going to really show that there's a lot of depth at this secondary position and safety more specifically. So the D, the secondary the B uh secondary I give those guys a B plus as well so overall you're probably looking at a B you know kind of in that B range for the defense but it was a solid showing
1: yeah absolutely and uh you know I kind of agree with all of that I thought Kendall Fuller kind of struggled it seemed like him and William Jackson just kind of were shaking off some rust but overall I think everybody on the defense made plays when they had to it was kind of like the offense you know you kind of got backed up a little bit it felt like the defense played a, a put play- Played a pretty good game and were overall bend but don't break. And they did that a couple of times in the red zone, uh, forcing field goal tries and then holding on fourth down on a bad drop by Travis Etienne. But still, you don't uh, you don't apologize for that. Uh, I thought Jamin Davis getting lined up on Christian Kirk was just straight up unfair. I Hopefully they can work on that a little bit. That's unfair to any linebacker. You know, a wide receiver who got paid like that could be overpaid. But the fact that you got a, a linebacker on a wide receiver like that is tough. Um, But yeah, there are a lot of positives to look at for the defense. And yeah, Derek Forrest, he almost made you forget about Cam Curl not playing. Obviously, you can't wait until Cam Curl is back out there healthy and see to see what he adds to that defensive secondary. But yeah, Derek Forrest, the way he played, he, he looked like he had his hair on fire and was flying all over the place. That was a lot of fun to see. And you know, he would probably get one of my game balls if I had to, to give one out or if anyone cared what my game ball was. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he they were fun to see. And, you know, the defense made a big sack on Jacksonville's last drive to get the ball back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the defense just made plays when they had to, and that was really, really solid. And, um, you know, there's no shame in, in only allowing 22 points, and they did a good job when, when it mattered. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that, that a, a B there um, for me as well. And, uh, you know, things to work on. One of the big things that came from that, the injury, obviously we know Cam Curl, hopefully he gets back, but then Fadarian Mathis, uh, sounds like he might be down for a bit. And you were listening to Coach Rivera's press conference saying that they might bring in a couple of guys.
0: Yes, uh, Coach Rivera, he addressed Federian Mathis. He said he, he said that he was at the doctor getting an MRI, so they don't really know much yet. Um, they're not really sure exactly what the injury is, any longevity of it, but... Um, at least at the time of, of, of recording, this is Monday, so um, they may know something by the time this gets out there. Uh, but then on the back end, roster-wise, they need some depth at that position. Yeah. John Allen's kind of dinged up, uh, so Coach Rivera did mention bringing in you know two guys. One guy maybe on the fifty-three, uh, one guy for the practice squad. Uh, both young guys, you know, they're going to be able to come in there, have some energy, and you know, at, at least that's, that, that, that's the thing about young. The thing about young players out of anything that, you know, at least you got the energy to just go out there and just give some hell of fight effort. Mm-hmm. We'll figure out, we'll point you in the right direction. Just go full speed. Um, and so young guys tend to give you that opportunity. Um, so that's, that's going to be pretty exciting for them. Um, so you yeah, just have to pay attention to see who gets brought in for workouts. Um, and, and then, you know, you'll see one or two names get added to the roster, but hopefully for okay. Yeah, uh, moving forward, uh, but he uh, Coach Rivera did praise Feobata. Obata actually had to play all the way down, uh, he got to play some nose tackle a little bit as well. Um, so Obata bringing some depth and versatility, helping out on the D line.
1: Yeah, I think one of the criticisms that you could have made of Rivera and you know the team as a whole was kind of letting go mm-hmm. of some of that depth. They had Tim Settle, they had Matt Ionitis, and now you're kind of seeing you know what those guys brought. They kind of gave John Allen and Duran Payne a blow. Those two guys are were absolute studs yesterday. They felt like they were in the backfield a whole lot. Duran Payne broke up a couple of passes. They were they were playing like two grown men out there. So you don't want to wear those guys out. And so hopefully they can find a couple of other guys to help bring it in and and you know kind of give them a blow here to from here to there. Yeah, Duran
0: um, did have a day. Duran yeah. Payne played really well. He, he- showing up like he's I mean he knows he's playing for a contract he's playing right. for he's gonna play for somebody exactly. and he might as well put some good on tape so I'm,
1: I'm glad he's doing it in the burgundy all right so let's let's quickly roll through some of these other drives so the 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 commanders started off pretty hot there two touchdowns then they punt and then they fumble in their last real drive of the second half I felt like they were gonna try to put the nail in the coffin there they had a good uh drive going and then Curtis Samuel coughed it up probably the The one bad uh, moment from Curtis Samuel's day yesterday, he coughs up uh, the football in Jacksonville territory. I was really thinking that they were going to put this game away at halftime, so that was a bit of a bummer. Obviously, three turnovers on the day, the offense has to clean that up. But um, you know, they were able to, you know, get away with it, I guess, because the the Jaguars missed their field goal there before halftime. So uh, one of the things that I wrote down was it felt like Scott Turner when they got up, kind of pulled off the gas a little bit and maybe that maybe that was due to the fumble there or i don't know what it was maybe you don't want to give away all your tricks in in week one but it felt like he pulled back a little bit my one criticism of him would be keep your foot on the gas all season long you know you it's the the way the nfl is set up now you're going to need points to to win obviously uh, i don't know that this defense is going to pitch a whole lot of shutouts you know you know keeps teams in the single digits so keep scoring. You know, that would be one, my, my one criticism. I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't watching, you know, for any tendencies. I didn't see that he, you know, was getting conservative. It just felt like he maybe kind of pulled back on the reins a little bit. What are your thoughts there? Am I totally off, you know, or what did you see there?
0: There was definitely a a point where you could tell that some adjustments had been made by Jacksonville. Sure, You know, obviously the first quarter, it, it's new for everybody. This is the first time we, we kind of hope we, we think you're going to run this stuff, but we don't know. And both teams are kind of gesturing like that. And Washington was fortunate to jump up and get early, get up ahead early. And then, you know, Jacksonville's going to make some adjustments. I mean, in this league, you make adjustments to the very next play. Like you make your adjustments as soon as possible. Now at halftime, they're able to go in and really, you know, write down some ways to adjust. And and you could see how things kind of slowed down. Jacksonville started to settle down a little bit. And the game got a little bit more interesting. But um, the one thing I can say is he – coach stayed aggressive. Scott Turner stayed aggressive. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But he seemed to stay aggressive. He seemed to stay creative. And like Coach Rivera had said it, he stayed to that game plan right they didn't really get too flustered yes some bad things started to happen but they stuck to the game plan and and the defense the defense really did a great job of stepping up to the challenge and understanding hey we got to stop these guys so we can get the ball back to our offense you know and and that's that's a good give and take that's a good relationship to have between both sides of the ball there
1: yeah, well, so you see, after the fumble, they go to the halftime. the The commanders come out, they go punt, punt, interception, interception on their first four drives. Meanwhile, the the jaguars go touchdown, uh, two field goals, and then another touchdown. So they were they were kind of answering it, like you said. They made some adjustments. They made some things happen. It seemed like you know James Robinson was a factor all game long, but they also got Travis Etienne involved. But I'm I'm with you. You know the defense could have really broken there they could have allowed four touchdowns but they're able to hold off allow only a couple of field goals especially when the offense didn't put them in a, a great spot a couple of times so it just does it does seem like even when things were down and out it seemed like guys stepped up on both sides of the ball to make plays when it had to happen and then you know you look at what uh you know at the end the the defense after giving up a touchdown On the previous drive, they forced a punt with a big sack to set up the game-winning drive. And, of course, Carson Wentz goes back-to-back drives with touchdowns. And it felt like things were dead in the water. You know, my, my wife went out of town. She was texting me how the game was going. I was like, not good. Maybe don't text me right now. And then and then later on, after all the excitement, she was like, how, how, how'd it go? And I was like, all caps, chi- uh, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, it was just like quite their range of emotions. But it, it felt like guys made plays out of nowhere. Terry McLaurin was absolutely silent. And then tra- uh, Carson Wentz hits him on a bomb down the sideline. It's just guys stepped up and made plays when they needed to. And that hasn't been the case in D.C., uh, all the time.
0: It, it's been a while. It's been a while. I, I can say that the normal, and and I was watching remote. Oh, I, I didn't get to watch it live. I had a little alert on my phone. So I'm watching the scores change. Right. I'm refreshing like crazy. I'm watching the bottom line or something. So I'm like watching a game when I really want to watch. And But either way, I'm following along and I have the same emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also. I get very superstitious, where I'm like, I haven't watched this far. I don't want to watch now. Um, so that's yeah. it. So you know, I don't want to change it up. But um, yeah, I would say in the past, and, and I did not check the Twitter at that time. Usually, folks would say, "Oh, this is the same old Washington," or oh, "Here oh, we it- go again." I'm sure, sh- I'm sure that was going on on the yep. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Was. I, I, I didn't want to see that. And the way that uh, that team bounced back, and R- Rivera. Touched on this. He praised Carson Wentz. A reporter asked a question said, how, how did they fight out of the lull? There was a lull after those two interceptions from the team. They lost the energy. I mean, he, that's the air getting sucked out of you. You know, you throw a pick, then you back door throw another pick, and then the guy like runs through your linebacker on an 11 yard run. Like that was a gut punch right there. Yep. And that was just one of those ones where you, old Washington teams probably would have laid down and yep. that would have just been it. People would have left left the game. They'd have been cussing and swearing. But Carson Wentz, he went out there, and made some plays. Uh, and he, he, and uh, Rivera praised Scott Turner. He's on that play to Terry McLaurin. He says, "Take a long look at Terry in this." And, and from what I saw, I'm gonna break this down when I get this tape. It was a too high look. Okay, you're gonna get a safety over the top, corner underneath. That's basically how you're gonna take away a team's best receiver. Well the corner they did did all
1: yesterday. He had one catch going into that.
0: Yes, they did. And and they were and that you have to also give some praise for them to be able to spread the ball to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, target 10 guys total, right? Well, the corner doesn't reroute on a cover two, and the safety doesn't get far enough down the field. It's a four vertical. So you have Curtis Samuel running right at him. That that safety did not get out wide enough. Carson went through a beauty of a football. Oh my gosh. I mean he threw that, so it was like 50 some odd yards, it was in the bucket. Like, that's routes on air. That yeah. was a beautiful rep, and I can honestly say, his he has the ability to do that, yeah. and he can do it every time. Now, what I'm happy about is that he didn't necessarily take those shots early in the game just because,
1: yeah,
0: he let the game come to him, right. They, if, if, if he hadn't been successful throwing the ball around to other players, getting it to Curtis Samuel, where they had to pay attention to those guys, that throw to to, to Terry doesn't happen because you got to think three quarters of this cover two shell has locked Terry quote unquote locked Terry McLaurin down. Right. They've run it for three quarters, three and a half quarters. He has not touched the ball but once. They have to think that they're doing something right. That's where the adjustments happen in the game, folks. They looked over there and they said, look, this guy isn't rerouting Terry. And let, hey, tip, keep, a, keep a look at Terry. Touchdown, Commanders.
1: I also love that it was on first down, too. I love taking a shot on first down because it gives you some time to make up for it. Um, But I'm with you. You made a good point there that, you know, he didn't force deep shots. I feel like that's sometimes been Carson Wentz's issue is forcing it. Not necessarily deep all the time, but just forcing it in general. And and you could say that he did that on uh, especially the first interception that he forced it. But you look back yesterday, his running backs had 10 catches, seven for Gibson and three for McKissick. That shows growth to me. You know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I I doubt that there have been many games in Carson Wentz's career where he's gotten uh, 10 completions to his running backs. He took what was available. He was able to dink and dunk it when he needed to. And that allowed these big plays to happen, including the Terry touchdown and then the Jahan Dotson game winner. Uh, You know, I just I see a lot of growth and I'm trying not to overreact because it's one game. And I know that this is the roller coaster that Carson Wentz can kind of be but it's hard not to be fired up after yesterday it's it's rare it's been rare in DC to see this kind of quarterback play I think even with uh Kirk Cousins you know he's got a solid deep ball but I don't think he has the same arm that Carson Wentz has so it's I think it's okay to be excited about this guy's arm and what he can do Mm -hmm. and the fact that he can bring you back that quickly like he was able to it was really fun to see and um I think it's I think it's really a good sign for things to come if they can keep it up
0: Oh yeah, and and also hit him making plays with his legs. I mean, six carries yeah. for 12 yards. I mean, they, they weren't designed uh plays, but I mean, I saw him make good decisions stepping up and sliding in the pocket, you know, taking off and, and escaping for a few yards. Um I could get I could get past him diving forward so, so yeah. many times. I'm not a fan of that. Go ahead and figure out how to do a little yes. hook slide. Um you know they're not going to hit you, but I mean, you dive four, you six five now. Somebody's going to test it. Right. Um, we don't want that to happen. So that's right. Um, I, I'm he's big enough, strong enough to at least extend the play long. You know, to to take the contact and get the ball out somebody else. Uh, I mean, five point six yards of play. That's not exciting, but it's control. It's ball control. It's ball control. You make good yeah. decisions. Eventually, you're going to make a play that's going to happen for you down the line.
1: All right, so uh, we know how it ended. John Dotson scores the big touchdown on a third down call, and I thought they were just going to play it safe for the field goal. I was very excited about that. I I was excited to see Scott Turner stay aggressive there. So, uh, you know, we've talked about the offense. We've talked about the defense. We've mentioned a whole bunch of guys. What is your one big takeaway from week one, Um, you know, whether it be offense, whether it be defense, whether it be one guy, what are your thoughts after week one, and what is maybe that one thing that stood out to you?
0: um my biggest takeaway is I would say that this team it's they definitely outperform what they put out in the preseason if that, yes. if that even makes sense um and I could say that's a comforting feeling it's it's comforting to see how they were able to to get out there and just look so cohesive um even on the defense even where they were like battered and banged it's it's tough to stop. Uh, an NFL team in the red zone. Sure. And they did it twice. Yeah. Right. And Sure. Travis Etienne dropped the ball, but I mean, there was some pressure inside of that where it's like, Oh crap. It's fourth down now. I better catch him. Like there's pressure in that. And he, and, and them playing to that level made that happen. I mean, shoot Derek Forrest dropping boom on somebody. Ironically enough, he brought the wood, um, right. you know, and then he used a branch to knock the ball down, but that's <laughs> neither all the puns, but I like it, but, these guys they, they 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 played really, really well and yeah. i I will say that it's like he did, I, I came i came into it not really knowing what to expect. It's like you know that preseason's not what the team is uh but you really don't know what you're gonna get when until you until you get to open open up the present and yeah, I am just overall I am just very happy with what what happened on Sunday obviously with the win. Um, but with the way that it happened, the adversity that they fought up against um, and the way that they stepped up against adversity time and time again, tells me something about the team. Tell me something about the character. I think this team is, is in a good position.
1: Yeah. My, my biggest thing, I'm obviously excited. So I'm going to stay positive is I think this team has some legitimate playmakers out there. We saw the ball spread around. If, if I told you on, um, Sunday morning, yesterday morning, that Terry McLaurin was only going to have two catches for 58 yards. Take away the fact that he has a big touchdown, I would have said you're in trouble. And in years past, you would have been in trouble if Terry McLaurin wasn't, you know, going north of six catches for close to 100 yards. You were in trouble. But Carson Wentz, whether you know, I know it's better quarterback play, but also it's it, you got to give credit to these guys. Curtis Samuel stepped up. The rookie Jahan Dotson. Two of his three catches are touchdowns. I think he was the only rookie uh, wide receiver to score yesterday. I think these playmakers are legit, and I think they're going to give some defensive coordinators some some trouble. I don't think that they are, you know, all Hall of Famers by any means. But you got to account for all of these guys. You got to account for them in different ways, and you've got to account for Scott Turner, which uh, you know, as much as I thought he pulled off a little bit, he turned it right back on when he needed to and, and got this team a win. I just I, I'm really excited about this offense and if the defense is going to take a step back which you know they have since 2020 and there's there's no doubt about it that they're not the same defense from 2020 this offense is gonna have to step up and they did that yesterday and they did it did it in the biggest moments and it makes me excited it makes me rethink you know can they do something special you know can they win a couple of games that they're not supposed to because they for the first time in a long time, they have some offensive playmakers out there. That was my biggest takeaway, and I hope it continues. I hope it's not just a flash in the pan, but part of me thinks that it's, you know, this is a legit core that they've got here, and they've got some guys that are going to make plays week in and week out.
0: And they're going to get Brian Robinson that's back. That's right. That's right. In about a
1: month. And, and not to mention, Cole Turner, which I saw Ron Rivera say that, you know, he probably could have played if push came to shove, but you yep. get this rookie who's kind of been banged up another week. Uh, the fact that Logan Thomas was even out there after tearing his ACL in November. I mean, just yeah. so many great stories. And I'm just really excited for this offense. So that's my biggest takeaway. So, the next thing I got for you, you I don't, I don't, I feel like you're not really warming up to this idea, probably because the way I, I wrote it and I didn't present it well, <laughs> but. I said freaking Monday, and I love this because on a victory Monday, it's like freaking Monday, let's go. And then you know, if and when this team loses, because 17-0 is still on the table, if and when this team loses, it can be freaking Monday. But for me, freaking Monday, I love this. And my freaking Monday is to everybody that has been hating on Carson Wentz. I feel like you're looking for something to hate on this guy for. Obviously, two interceptions. Terrible throws, I get it, but give him credit. Give the guy credit for having four touchdown passes, including two after he made a terrible interception. So my freaking Monday is to all you haters out there on Carson Wentz, you might be right at the end of the season. Come talk to me then when he you know, has thrown multi, you know, 15 interceptions. Okay, fine. But after week one, be quiet a little bit, all right? Because he looked legit and he brought this team back and he put this team on his shoulders. Owned up to his mistakes and his team's one and oh, looking for a chance to go two and oh.
0: I like that. I liked it. That. And that's okay. So this is much better delivered, uh, at least virtually face to face, rather exactly. than via text message. Cause I honestly thought you were like, I didn't know, I didn't know what it meant. But now that this is like basically on the spot. Yeah. And having to figure out what my freaking Monday would be. uh, My freaking Monday is going to be Antonio Gibson walking through uh, the facility feeling good.
1: I'm going to lob this up to you because you mentioned him uh, in our pregame show. You mentioned him. So that's a a nice little cash money for you there.
0: Boom. And I said it before. And I said it back whenever A.G., you know, when the Brian Robinson, him going to the start, I said, look, think of A.G. as touches over – over running like sure. 20 some odd touches is a good game. He had 21, 130 yards total between the both of those. The guy's catching passes out of the backfield. He's running with anger. He's running like somebody who has something to prove. And he, I mean, I think he's going to still be just as effective with this offense. Even whenever uh, Brian Robinson comes back, that's just going to bring another element. So this team is going to continue to grow. Right now, Antonio Gibson, he's saying it's freaking Monday. I got my swagger right. back, and I am ready to keep this thing going. So AG, he gets my freaking Monday uh, because he played his ass off, and I think that it's going to just continue to grow throughout the rest of the season.
1: I love it, and I love that you called it. I, I, you, you said that he was a guy to look out for, and, man, was he. 24 was all over the place. There was an awesome moment. I think it was on the last drive where he broke through and kind of got tripped up. He might have been able to score had he not gotten tripped up. I, I don't know if you remember that run there on the last drive. And him and Terry just kind of nodded at each other. And it was like they knew they knew something special was happening there. And so I hope to see a whole lot of that. And it was, it's was, it got to feel good for Antonio Gibson to, to have him come out and have the game that he did. And like you said, I'm just excited to see how they get him involved, how they get Curtis Samuel involved even more. A lot of fun to look out for, and the Lions better look out. They got a they got a good offense that they're gonna have to deal with. So um, I love it. So yeah, a big win there. Uh, that's that's the end of the day. The Commanders win. That's all that matters. And uh, it's hey, it's fun to talk about a win. You know, I know it it's freaking it's one, Monday. It's freaking Monday, and it's a win, and I love it. I hope there are plenty more of these uh, victory Mondays, victory Tuesday, victory Fridays after the Thursday night game. Let's have a whole bunch of these shows.
0: Absolutely. The more, the merrier. Um, but man, I tell you, uh, there are a lot of things we're going to preview that Detroit game in the next episode later on this week. So don't get too excited. Uh, we, we'll save that up for you. Um, I'm probably going to do some little breakdown stuff on some of these plays. So be on the lookout for that. We'll get those posted in those different places. Uh, man, I'm super excited. Overall, yeah. just super excited. This this episode, we appreciate it. Has been brought to you by the folks at Bet Online. So once again, make your way over to Bet Online. Use our code Believe Believe fifty B L E A V five O. Get yourself right. a little get yourself a little bonus, a little welcome and, bonus
1: and a little preview. Do not follow my picks. They were terrible this week, but that's for another day. We're, we're staying high. We're, we're, we're going all positive after a big win. Um, so like Anthony said, we'll break down the Lions game coming up later this week. Uh, I'm excited to see Anthony's breakdowns. I'm, I'm already I kind of sat back, forgot I was doing the show myself, listening to you kind of break down a couple of plays there. So I'm excited for that. Check all that out. Man, it's just week one, and I'm already loving it, loving where we're headed with this, and loving where the commanders are headed so far. 1-0, and headed to Detroit. Uh, They took command, and they got the W. And so thanks for uh, listening in. Thanks for watching with us, and uh, we'll talk to you again later this week. Yes, indeed. Y'all be easy.